that's 10 Lovers by the Black Keys. Uh, the album cover says Turn Blue, which is going to probably be the mantra for many political activists after what happened in Uvalde, Texas two days ago here. Um, I did a video on Instagram because I was just so upset. Two, two, two on there. Mama Bear coming out, you know. Uh, mother of two and grandmother of two. And uh, my daughter-in-law is a teacher. And like I mentioned in the video, um, Allie Bear is five. And she's going to school for the first time. And she's so excited about it. To be able to go to school, kindergarten, with, and see her mommy while she's at school and all this. Because a lot of teachers have their children in the same school. I could not even imagine losing my granddaughter. Like many parents and grandparents lost theirs two days ago. But the rage is real. I've seen many... Uh, people biting back and the Texan um, Democrat candidate for governor Beto O'Rourke did something monumental and it's something about called profile and courage when you 333 when you look power dead straight in the eye and you call them out that's what Jesus did with the Pharisees that's what he did when he went in the temple that's what he did to show his vibration, his light was higher than theirs. And the first thing they do is they scatter. They blame the person who's in pain. They blame the person who didn't make the laws. They blame the person who didn't set this in motion because they can't handle the truth. In Texas, the entire Texas legislature refuses to take accountability for any laws that they pass or any failures that they create. They don't want to do better. They just want things, oh well, nothing changes. They want you discouraged. They want you depressed. They want you to feel hopeless. That is devil energy. Yesterday when I was on the Houston Chronicle and I was reading up the articles, I kept coming across that. People saying nothing's going to change. Four, four, four. Oh, yes, it can change. You want to know why? Because people make the laws. People thought that segregation wasn't going to change. It changed. People thought that you know, Brown versus Board of Education wouldn't change. It changed. People didn't think seatbelts were going to change. It changed. Drinking and driving changed. We can change the laws. And now that SB 8 was created so that a person can actually sue another person if they try to get an abortion in this state. They've opened the door on privacy laws that uh, you don't have privacy when it comes to things like doing these things. So why don't we have it where if somebody gives money to an 18 year old who can't even buy a drink of alcohol, can get it, but can't purchase it, can't go to a bar, can't go to a nightclub. They can get an assault rifle. Where did he get the $3,000 to purchase these, these um, 
I mean, he was complaining in a video, in a text message to a girlfriend from Germany. Are we sure he wasn't catfished? That this wasn't really a girlfriend? That maybe this was a bot or somebody that he just happened to? Because let's, let's be honest, photographs and things, they don't have to be true. See, when you're catfished by someone, they steal other people's photographs and they impersonate. They impersonate the person and the name. And they use fake numbers. And this kid was not smart or savvy enough to figure this out. So he gets a girlfriend from Germany who is told in German time that he shot his grandmother and does nothing. This female girl does nothing. She doesn't contact policia. She does not uh, contact um, authorities. Doesn't tell parents. Doesn't do anything. Doesn't go onto Facebook to see where he says, I'm going to kill my grandma. I'm, I'm going to kill people in the school. This kid was calling out for a cry of help. This kid was down in the lowest part of bipolar disorder you could possibly think of. Why he got there in the 10 years is the mystery. But the police are going to be asking this question. How does a kid get $3,000 in four days? And then is screaming on the phone that his own grandmother won't pay his $200 phone bill. Where'd he get the money for it? His family gave him $3,000 for his 18th birthday? Did he have it from a job? Or did someone give him the money from possibly Germany? Because I'm curious about this. Because they're going to do the money trail. And they're going to find out where the money came from, obviously. But what all things that are wrong with this is how an 18-year-old gets their hands on that much money. And it's not a red flag to authorities. It's not a red flag to the Texas government. It's not a red flag to the federal government. And that's the only reason why it's not a red flag is because there's legislation currently that's being denied by the current Republican Party refusing to keep it up. That 10% in the far right of the Republican Party hold it hostage. And because they want to get reelected, they bow down to that far right because they're the ones that go to the primaries. If more moderate Republicans voted in primaries to vote out these people, they'd get somewhere. So I found out in Texas because I voted in the Republican primary because I'm a center right independent. And I wanted Eva Guzman to be our attorney general because she's got the integrity and the experience to back the bench. But she was voted out by Tea Party Republicans who actually voted for Ken Paxton. Why? I don't know you would support someone who's being indicted for fraud. And then says afterwards that, oh, well, it's going to happen again and again and again. Better get used to it. We should just train teachers. No, my daughter does not need to learn ballistics and how to train and write and, drive and fire a gun to get hired into a school. She just needs to go to get a college education and get her degree, and now she can teach. The state is supposed to be protecting her. The state is supposed to be protecting those children. So when I hear this from... The black kids, I mean the black keys, the black kids, apologize for that. Black keys, um, 
There's a lot of black kids, actually, though, that are terrified of the guns. They're tired of being used as poster children, like in Buffalo, and shot down in a grocery store. Inconscionable. Someone's name is Brian, someone's name is Dan, someone's name is Patrick. When I hear them use your name, I get all choked up inside. It's not only from the shame, it's like 10 different lovers died. Except you're still just a mile away, but there's nothing left to say. Don't leave us not in love again, because we might break instead of bend. I felt a little strain in the pouring rain. It washed away most everything. If I found another love, they must be forever true, because if someone breaks this heart, your old man right here is through. Heaven just seems so far away when there's nothing left to say. We always use heaven because that's paradise, right? That's the peace, the tranquility, when you can have heaven on earth. But when you're in this type of deep depression after a breakup, or you're in this type of a deep depression in your life, and you're willing to kill yourself for it, or you're willing to go in and kill other people, knowing you're not going to be able to come back from it, 11-11. Because I read the text messages, this kid was really angry. Angry. Doesn't even describe it. Resembled Kilo Ren. The character from Star Wars. You know, from Darth Vader's, uh, or, or, or Han Solo's son. I forgot what his name is. Something, I think it's Adam Driver. Anyway. Kids, kids' eyes were cold. So what happened in those 10 years to harden him to where he wanted to buy assault rails and shoot his grandmother, who did survive, thank God, so she can talk about what caused him to go over the edge when she's healing. But the thing is, those babies have been torn apart by assault rifles. They're, they're, the surgeons are saying it's almost impossible to put their organs back together. But see, Republican legislators don't want to hear that. They just want you to do thoughts and prayers and let it go and ride until the next one. Senator John Cornyn of Texas had the decency not to appear at the NRA. Senator Ted Cruz, however, plans on doing so because he wants the money. But they're gonna have metal detectors there because of Secret Service, because of Donald Trump. Does this make sense? No. It's kind of a hypocrisy, isn't it? They do this all the time though, the NRA. This isn't the first time they've done this. They always have metal detectors. NRA was corrupted by Russian propagandists during 2016 to 2020. And then they went broke. So why are we supporting an organization that actually supported Russian influence? That's a good question. There's a lot of parents, I'm feeling this rage from a lot of parents as this is coming out because a lot of this is not just me talking. This is a lot of the people who are like, why did this have to happen? There's people saying, I just want my baby back. I just want my child to come back. 
I don't know why this had to happen. And then there's people who say, oh, defeat us saying it's going to happen again. It could. It will. But we need to act. 888 kept coming up on the, on the phone for me. 888, the Lord wants us to act. Time to act now. Route 91 Festival, Nisha Tonks from my church. I had Chris Stapleton concert. She was gunned down. And I almost, I was supposed to go to that concert for my birthday. All my friends. And I chose no. Because something, God told me no. I listened to my intuition that day. I said, no, I just think I want to just have a nice little birthday, you know, right around my pool with friends, family, 444. I had divine protection is what God said. Because they knew I'd die. Because with MS, where, how far was I going to go? I would have been trampled to death. I could have brought my 9 millimeter. I've said this repeatedly on, on social media at that time. And that was in 2017, October 1st. I could have brought my 9 millimeter that I know how to shoot. And I wouldn't have been able to protect that one single person because we had 200 bullets from bump stocks flying over. It was a turkey shoot. It was like you were playing a video game and all of a sudden you start just shooting and you just, you just, you just obliterate everybody. Police officers, 55 people were killed. And Nisha was one of them. So I do have a personal stake on this. Because eventually there's going to be one in five Americans that are going to lose someone to gun violence. And they're all going to know exactly how if a person feels. One in five. That statistic is climbing. So I don't want to hear from people that nothing can be done because we make the laws and we can change the laws and not all amendments are the same and they don't have to be absolute. That's a lie. The second amendment was about a well-trained militia. It was about the army that we currently have. It never said that individuals had confirmation from the universe. It never said individuals like Benjamin Franklin, who also worked on the Constitution, George Washington, Thomas Jefferson. They did not say it had to do with you had the right to kill people with it. It was to create a militia against foreign enemy. That's why we have the U.S. Army. That's why we have the U.S. Marines. That's why we have the U.S. Navy. That's why we have the U.S. Air Force. That's our well-trained militia. We have a right to have a handgun in our home. We have a right to have a gun in our home. We don't need AK-47s and AR-15s. And if we do have them, they should be perf they should be trained and they should be and I mean take classes. I have to go to class to get myself an AA and a bachelor's degree. But I can go into any gun store and I can go ahead and blow up something or hurt somebody? No. How about we have it where if you don't know how to shoot a gun, you need to be taking classes to learn to. Because it's a responsibility with it. The ping 
to loading my 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 uh, my, my uh, semi-automatic hurt my thumb. Putting the bullets in there it was very painful, very uncomfortable. I had a Smith and Wesson, and I liked shooting. I liked target practicing. I liked going in. You know, I did. I liked that. But I'm a responsible person. I'm not going to think about going and blowing someone's head off. But if you have someone who's low, low vibrational that has mental, mental illness or in deep depression, bipolar disorder, with the intent to hurt another human being because of bullying, because of taunting, because of stalking, because of physical abuse, sexual abuse, someone's going to snap. And then it's over. There are so many Americans. 90% of the American people are angry with the 10%. But you got to act. You can't just talk about it and then you get out of your system, vent, and then it's over. You need to vote. There are more Democrats in the state of Texas than there are Republicans. And there are a good chunk of the Republican Party that are now independents like myself for a reason. There's no reason why we cannot change things. Because if Texas goes blue, then that sends a shockwave to federal government, to the GOP itself, that they are too far away from reason. Because Jesus was a centrist. You cannot go into church and claim that you love Jesus when you are persecuting him by harming children with your laws. Not even police officers lost their children two days ago. They couldn't protect their own children. This is karma. This is karma because of all the propagandists all the vitriol, all the anger, all the vicious words coming out of people's mouths, denigrating a political party, denigrating society, claiming that they were kind of taking your guns when they lied to you. No one's going to take your guns away from you, but they are going to tell you that you don't need assault rifles for any reason but to kill people. And if you put that in the wrong hands of someone who has a flow fuse that will willing to go ahead and will shoot somebody or beat someone up or go ahead and pistol whip somebody just for the sake of it because they want to be big and bad because of the insecurities that they're dealing with internally, that's what you get. Because basically what the Republicans that are voting for these laws are actually granting permission to leave the Republican Party abstained from taking accountability or responsibility for anything that they have put through for legislation. They'll hold Democrats accountable, but they won't hold the Republican Party accountable. And if Democrats try to hold the Republican Party accountable, or even independents ourselves, they say, you're just a traitor. You're not with us. You're against us. No. This party left the sensibility train a long time ago. 
I mentioned that I'm against abortion and that's because I had one when I was 22 because I my my belief was is I couldn't disappoint my family that I had another child out of wedlock and it was based off an accident because I did protect myself but condoms break and I already had a child and I was just getting off of welfare and I didn't want to go back on it. So I thought that was the logical thing to do. But it never stopped haunting me. Never stopped haunting me. Go to sleep at night, I'd cry. Go to sleep at night, I still wake up with nightmares. Every time someone threw something like a picket in my hand or so forth saying I was a murderer, I believed them. And when I went to church to go back to RCIA to get my confirmation, Father Romeo, bless his heart, who's passed away now, he told me the number one confession that women, Catholic women, fear the most of going to hell is abortion. So if people say it's okay to have that right to go over with their bodies, Your conscience says otherwise. So because of that, and I confessed that to him, I bawled for an hour and a half. I thought I was going to hell. I thought I was never going to be forgiven. I thought I was going to be damned for good, that God would never forgive me. But he did. Because he's a very loving, loving Lord. And Father Romeo told me that my little angel is watching over me, my little, and I gave him a name and I named him Michael. My little, little boy. So, I don't have a problem with Roe v. Wade going away. Because I don't think you should be ending pregnancies. Unless it's having to do with the mother and the child and then, then it should be a personal decision between the family and the doctor and God not bureaucrats not legislatures so now it's up to the states as it should be but you cannot be pro-life and then for the unborn, but you don't want to take care of the born. Because all you're doing is basically saying, I'll protect you while you're in the womb, but then when you're on the, you're born, you're on your own. And if you get shot by an assault rifle by our laws, then you're on your own. If you happen to get stuck in the foster care system and you have mental disabilities because we wanted you to have that child. You're on your own. 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 It's very convenient for Texas to do that. That's why there's a thousand nonprofits in this state. Without the solutions to help. And there's so much money in this state. It makes no sense at all. So when I show these miracles that the Lord has given me, you know, like yesterday, 
I got into the garden and I said, Lord, I want to talk because my, my blue emperor, 555, expect the unexpected. My uh, little emperor, dragonfly, he followed me to the tree, which is what we call, you know, the Lord's tree. And I said, let's walk, let's talk. And he said, okay. And he just started zipping with me. We just walked. We, he flew and I walked the, 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 the path to the garden area where the water was for the pond. And then he appeared in the clouds, his face. And he listened to me cry. And he listened to me thank him for giving me the wisdom to see things from a higher perspective. But I could also see the angels above him, like Archangel Raphael above him. And I got a photograph of that too. <laughs> Healing him. Because people don't think God doesn't weep. He does. He cries a lot. He doesn't want to see this type of atrocities. He doesn't want to see carnage like this to children. We're creating more trauma for them. And we're doing nothing to stop it. And we need to, because God says it's time to act. It's time to do it now. So anything that's coming out of my mouth, we believe in divine illumination here. This is not my thought. These are the thoughts of millions of people with coming out of my mouth. I don't know who I'm channeling right now. But I see this woman. And she's in her child's bedroom picking up the toys and crying on the floor and making the bed for the babies. I don't know if it's a sister or a cousin. She's trying to help her with the, the clothes. They don't know what to wear for her for the funeral because her body is unrecognizable. It has to be a closed casket. Hispanic family. Love the Lord so much. And all they want is healing. And I wanted to say this prayer from Archangel Michael. I mean, Archangel Raphael because it's necessary. And I pray that it helps heal you. The Saint Augustine, okay? We go by him, divine illumination. All thoughts come from the Lord. Someone loved LOL dolls. My granddaughter did too, does too. St. Augustine says, Angel is the name of their office, not their, of their nature. There's a man named Angel, I think it was Garcia. The father who's weeping for his 10-year-old daughter. If you seek the name of their nature, it is spirit. 
If you seek the name of their office, it is angel. From what they are, spirit. From what they do, angel. That's why us in the spiritual community always say spirit. The angels, Archangel Michael, Archangel Raphael, Archangel Uriel, Archangel Gabriel, Archangel Sandalphon. They all come to us in spirit to give us the messages from above and the guidance that we need. October 24th is the feast of St. Raphael the Archangel. And St. Raphael is one of the seven archangels who stand before the throne of God. He is known as the healer. Raphael's name, in fact, means God's healing. St. Raphael is helpful in bringing healing to body and soul, charity and deliverance. He is powerful and heals all forms of maladies in both humans and animals. Even the animals call on Archangel Raphael. So when you don't think an animal has a soul, you couldn't be far more wrong from the truth. They do. They do. My dog will actually put her paw on my chest and look into my eyes. And this morning, we're 11. And when this morning she curled up next to me and she slept right next to me and we watched the sun come up together. So if you don't think your pet can raise their vibration, they can. And if you don't think that your pet has a soul, they do. And they are loved. Most of our knowledge from, of the Archangel Raphael comes to us from the book of Tobias. Because of his mission as a wonderful healer and the fellow traveler, guide, and counselor of young Tobias, St. Raphael is invoked for journeys and at any critical moment in life. Tradition also holds that Raphael is the angel that stirred the waters at the healing sheep pool in Bethesda. St. Raphael the healer is recorded as having helped Tobias make balms and ointments from fish to cure Tobit's blindness. Tobias' father. The Archangel Raphael healed Abraham of the pain of circumcision, an operation of the patriarch had avoided until late in his life. He also cured the disjointed thigh Jacob suffered while wrestling with the angel. St. Raphael is also called the angel of science and knowledge. He is often referred to as regent or angel of the sun. Because of his bright countenance, his sanguine and companionable treatment of Tobias, St. Raphael is considered the most sociable of the archangels. It is imagined that he has the best sense of humor and the happiest disposition. I can attest to that. <laughs> it is said that Raphael delights in bringing health and happiness everywhere he goes. This is the prayer for St. Raphael's intercession. Blessed St. Raphael, Archangel, we beseech thee to help us in all our needs and trials of this life as thou, through the power of God, didst restore sight and give guidance to young Tobit. We humbly seek thine aid and intercession that our souls may be healed, our bodies protected from all ills, and that through divine grace we may be fit to dwell in the eternal glory of God in heaven. Amen. 
Glorious Archangel Raphael, great prince of the heavenly court, you are illustrious for your gifts of wisdom and grace. You are a guide of those who journey by land or sea or air, consoler of the afflicted and refuge of the sinners. I beg you, assist me in all my needs and in all the sufferings of this life as once you helped the young Tobias on his travels. Because you are the medicine of God, I humbly pray you to heal the many infirmities of people's souls currently and the ills that afflict their bodies and mind. I especially ask you, if you fought for the favor, Father, here mention your special intention to the families of Uvalde, to the nation who are gripping with this catastrophic tragedy. That's a reminder to many families and friends who lost loved ones to gunfire, to assault mass shootings, and to heal their anger and put it towards empowering wisdom to do what's right. Give them the strength and the courage not to do nothing, but to help keep these babies' names in high honor so that they didn't die in vain and to heal the family of the 18 year old boy who somehow in the 10 years lost his way and was not able to be found because a child killed children. He wasn't a man he wasn't an adult just because 18 is what people call as an adult. He is an adult because there's no man with a gun that does this, but a child, an insecure child. And spiritual warfare is real here in earth. And we pray for you to heal us from that spiritual warfare, that the dark entities in this that attached to the low vibrations of the earth scatter and we can raise the wisdom with humanity so that every child sleeps better at night tonight with comforting prayers and that these families who lost their child, grandchild, niece, nephew, son, daughter, brother, sister, that you comfort them at night while they sleep so they can heal. And we can move forward with doing what's right for them and for other children so this does not happen again. And the great grace of purity to prepare me to be the temple of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We send that loving prayer out. 
Most Holy Mother, Queen of the Angels and Archangels, send me your champion, the Archangel Saint Raphael. Let him heal me of all my spiritual and physical ailments in Jesus' holy name. We pray this to the Lord. That all of the children that need wisdom right now and understanding and compassion and kindness and love receive that from counselors and made the counselors have strength as they go through this again. May the nurses and the doctors, the surgeons have your grace and your love shielding them and give them the strength to do this again. May that our pastors, our priests, our deacons, members of our church be able to have the strength and the capacity with your love to do this again. And may all police officers, first responders, teachers, and students be able for the grace of God to heal their traumas as they go through this again. We pray to the Lord. Because what people don't realize is that every time there's a mass shooting, every child that was in a mass shooting relives theirs. It's like every sexual assault victim or survivor like myself. Every time we hear about another sexual assault, we relive ours. And devil energy does that to lower your vibration so that people get more depressed. And that's not what's going to happen with me today. Because I went through my atrocities to help heal people. Mass shooting, sexual assault, sexual molestation, divorce. It is the journey that we go through to helping people. And right now, the country needs to come together and vote. Seriously, vote. People say, I can't believe it's a political thing. Um, it's always political. I don't like narcissistic projection as talking points by politicians. I want action. Every citizen of the United States should want action now. And you should see through the double talk. You should see through the propaganda. You should see through the manipulation. And when you raise your vibration, you will. You will heal. Just like many women who've lost their sons and their daughters in battle or in a classroom or on the line in the fire or in an alley, 111. We are already approaching one in five. So you're not alone. People understand your grief. And it takes a while, if not forever. But go into nature. I mentioned this in my video. Go into nature. Go to the park with your children that you have now. Or your husband. 
feel the trees, listen to the birds. Your child's energy is around that. And that's where you're going to heal. By walking through that grief and letting God and the angels take your hand and climbing through it. Don't sit in the locked room in a dark area. Go out into the sun so that you can be healed. Don't be afraid of the light. No matter what, don't be afraid of the light. Your babies are no longer in pain because they were comforted by the angels and they took them before it was time. No child deserves to go through that. And the Lord knows it. But if we don't stop generational curses and status quo, traditions, that no longer serve us and move to a higher frequency and release what no longer serves us. We can ascend as people and we need to do that. God's calling us to do that. It's not a blue-red political issue the wedge issue is made so that there is a war between two to divide the country the wedge issues are made deliberately to create weapons of war they make money off of it they make money off of you not compromising so we need to remove the wedge issues And come together on the things that make sense. And 90% agree on this. That's Republicans, that's Democrats, that's independents. So let's come together and do it. I don't even want a label. That's why I'm an independent. I don't, I don't, I don't want either party labeled. You know why? Because I don't want a party label telling me how I should think or how I should vote or how I should be beholden to them. George Washington was right. Parties are trouble. We never should have had them. Because that's what's destroying. The two-party system is what's destroying America. We don't have them in high school. When we do class presidents, we just vote for the person we think is best for the job. It was 44-44 when I said that. Independence. A purple version of this country. Purple's regal. Purple's intuition. Purple is when you ascend. It's wisdom. And that's what red and blue make. Purple. That is the passion. That is how we move forward. I'm going to do the reading really quick now for May 26th. 
It is the memorial of St. Philip Neri, the priest. Acts 18, 1 through 8. Paul left Athens and went to Corinth. There he met a Jew named Aquila, a native of Pontus, who had recently come from Italy with his wife Priscilla because Claudius had ordered all the Jews to leave Rome. He went to visit them, and because he practiced the same trade, stayed with them and worked, for they were tent makers by trade. Every Sabbath he entered into discussions in the synagogue, attempting to convince both Jews and Greeks. When Silas and Timothy came down from Macedonia, Paul began to occupy himself totally with preaching the word, testifying to the Jews that the Christ was Jesus. When they opposed him and reviled him, he shook out garments and said to them, you bl your blood be on your heads. I am clear of responsibility. From now on, I will go to the Gentiles. So he left there and went to a house belonging to a man named Titus Justus, a worshiper of God. His house was next to a synagogue. Crispus, the synagogue official, came to believe in the Lord along with his entire household and many of the Corinthians who heard believed and were baptized. Responsible Psalms 98, 1, 2, 3AB, 3CD, and 4. The Lord has revealed to the nations his saving power. Or alleluia. Sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done wondrous deeds. His right hand has won victory for him, his holy arm. The Lord has revealed to the nations his saving power. Alleluia. The Lord has made his salvation known. In his sight of the nations, he has revealed his justice. He has remembered his kindness and his faithfulness toward the house of Israel. The Lord has revealed to the nations his saving power. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation by our God. Sing joyfully to the Lord all your lands. Break into song, sing praise. The Lord has revealed to the nations his saving power. John 14, 18, Alleluia. Alleluia. I will not leave you orphans, says the Lord. I will come back to you, and your hearts will rejoice. Alleluia, Alleluia. The Gospel of John 16, 16 through 20. Glory to you, Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, a little while and you will no longer see me and again a little while later and you will see me so some of his disciples said to one another what does this mean that he is saying to us a little while and you will not see me and again a little while and you will see me and because I am going to the father so they said what is this little while of which he speaks we do not know what he means. <coughs> Excuse me. Jesus knew that they wanted to ask him, so he said to them, Are you discussing with one another what I said? A little while, and you will not see me. And again, a little while, and you will see me. Amen, amen, I say to you, you will weep 
and mourn while the world rejoices. You will grieve, but your grief will become joy. The word of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. A little while and you will not see me. A little while and you will see me. All the babies that passed, your loved ones, the Lord is in them and they are in him. So when you go out to a park and you see a bird just happenstance, just fly in front of you, it is the Lord with your child. When you happen to see a dragonfly appear out of nowhere like it does for me, it is the Lord bringing tidings and good loving energy and your child's energy through him, with him, through you. You see butterflies, it's transformation, ascension. You're going from the caterpillar, from the metamorphosis of the cocoon, and you're becoming a beautiful butterfly. It is the Lord. Rebirth. Transforming. See, we're attached to the flesh because we love to hold. We love the soul. We love the feel of the soul. But I've been blessed to know from the higher perspective that when my dragonfly friend visits me and waits on the pillow for me, or when I go outside towards the afternoon and he walks with me and, and flies right in front of me and talks to me for an hour, yes, he will sit there with me for an hour and talk. It's the Lord. Because he lives in all living things. So you will not see your child in the flesh anymore, but you will see her and him through the clouds, through the trees, through the animals, through angels' wings. It is a tough transformation. When my father died two years ago from cancer, my father visited me the night before he died in my sleep because in the spiritual realms we asked for travel and even the sick when they're in induced comas they visit us and they said let's go on a road trip trace so my dad cranks up the Pontiac Le Mans he used to be in this car with me when I was little and he was really young when I saw him he had his hair was blondish brown like he always had it with his blue eyes shining through, you know. And he had his uh, polo shirt on. And uh, he cranks up the Spencer Davis group playing Give Me Some Eleven. And we're going over this bridge. And you don't see any other cars. You just see bright light. And he feels so good from everything, from turning top, you know. Crazy people. <laughs> so glad we made it, you know. 
and we went on one last road trip before he passed on. And then he visited me another time, and he said, this is all part of the process, Trace. I saw my father's head. I didn't see his body, but I saw his head. And I couldn't figure out what that meant because he was in a hospital or in these corridors. And he says, it's all part of the process, Trace. And now every time I see the name Terry, I know it's my father trying to talk to me. But then I also have my original father. And it gives me comfort when I can talk to him and he listens to me because in your past lives, you have that father and mothers, you have children, you have relatives, and there's ancestors, they watch over you. So they're watching over your babies right now. Or for four, you have divine protection is what it means. The Lord loves you. And if you're not Catholic, if you're not Christian, that is okay. It is the same one true God. He loves you. And he loves your children. And he wants peace. We're going to take a break. It's 55 minutes into the hour of this uh, segment of Branches Tarot and Shadow Healing. My name is Tracy Downey. I'm an intuitive reader, spiritual healer, and guide. I'm also clairvoyant, clairaudient, clairsentient. We do not believe in coincidence. If you do, this is not the podcast for you. We believe in St. Augustine's divine illumination theory. We believe it exists. We believe it's true. All thoughts come from the Most High. And he will reveal in time what he wants us to reveal. And when we start to ascend, we can see him. When we ascend from the darkness and we ascend from the dark energies and we move forward into the light, he appears. Our loved ones appear. And it's a blessing. Feeling and believing in what you cannot see is there. And knowing that there is no separation after death. None. Confirmation from the universe. And that's what Jesus was trying to say. There is no separation after death. We feel that loss. We feel the grief as he said. But there is no separation because he's still here. And he's watching over everyone. His form has trained, changed, but his message and his energy has not. So when your children, and it's the hardest thing when you lose a child, the Lord knows that. He'll heal. He'll love. But you will feel your child around you always. Your mother, your father, always. And you'll be thankful for that blessing. Because then you're not separated from them. They're always there for you. Watching over you.
Always. We will be right back. That's Atlanta by the Stone Temple Pilots from the number four album, the late Scott Weiland. Someone's name is Scott. Um, yeah. The song takes a place, it's kind of like a, on a bad trip he has. Visions of Mexico seduce me and goes to my head so carefully. Someone's going to Mexico. Someone's getting really high right now to ease their pain. That happens. I titled the, uh, the segment, Allow Grief to Open You to Ascension. This is part two. Welcome back to Branches Tarot and Shadow Healing. My name is Tracy Downey. I'm intuitive reader, spiritual healer, and guide. I'm also clairvoyant, clairaudient, clairsentient. If you believe in coincidence, this is not the podcast for you. We believe in St. Augustine's theory, divine illumination. We do because we've seen it. And right after I was hanging the segment, my little aunt friend came up, my fairy fly. See, he, uh, he looks like an ant, but he's actually the size of half an inch, two, two, two. And his face doesn't look like an ant. And his body doesn't look like it. It almost looks like a jeweled beaded diamond type of... Just, just beautiful, okay? And he's just dancing all over my hand, which the hand in Egyptian means D. And then my arm, which is B. And then he went around my, he, 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 he crawled up, he crawled up my, um, my charger. Now, here's the thing. If you know about chargers, it was 11, it was 11, 11, 11 when I said that before, now it's 11, 12. If you know about chargers, who are your chargers spiritually? Who are your chargers spiritually? There's a biblical meaning for it. Recharging your soul. Okay? It also means... Um, I don't want recharged. I want charge. Charges.
If a person or thing is in your charge, you're responsible for taking care of them. She always worried a lot about the young children in her charge. Cinnamon's related words. It says someone's charge, meaning what are the type of charges? Okay, so it means to someone's to be a charge to someone. And um, I'm trying to find it here. Like the microscopic electrons that gather in the comb, there are small daily spiritual activities we can do to charge our testimonies. Scripture study, personal prayer, taking the sacrament, and going to seminary. But I don't think that's what this, what this, what my aunt friend was trying to say. Because we have archangels and then we are assigned, angels are assigned to us. So it's like, um, let's see, watchers are charges. That's it. Watchers are charges. That's not what I was looking for. Let's try this. Let's see. Angels are charges that watch over you. That's it. Now I got it. What does the Bible say about... Okay, that's what it is. Charge, yeah, angels charge over you. I knew there was a meaning on this. I was trying to get out of it, but I couldn't figure it out what it was. Because he crawled up my charger. Okay? That's what he does. Because this is how he talks to me. He gives me these messages. So, so, And that's how I know it's an angel, spiritual guide, or the Lord himself. He crawls up the charger... Then he goes ahead and climbs onto my iPad, because I, I, iPad, right? Then he crawled over to my green, my green linen bedding, which is green for heart chakra, healing the heart chakra. It's what he's helping to heal. And then he crawled on my paisleys, my yellow sheets for the yellow chakra, my hand, which is the letter D, my arm, which is the letter B, and, um, yeah, he's trying to say something. I'm trying to see what he was trying to say, but it's in the palm, palm. In the palm of your hand, there are letters. There are Egyptian letters, there are Hebrew letters, and there are Greek letters. And we just don't realize it because when we look at them, we're sitting there going, what the heck is that? X marks the spot. That's one. Then we have little symbols, you know, like the letter G for Hebrew, which is, um, no, it's, um, the G is, uh, excuse me, um, Egyptian. But I also have the LC. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Ever since this accident, when I um, injured myself from falling from uh, roller skating, which was spiritual warfare, um, the Lord has watched over me. I have like the mark, the arm of God, you know, on my, on my hand, on my wrist, my left wrist. And I have also a scar in the palm of my wrist that has now changed the shape of the inner palm of my hand. So there's always angels watching over you. 
And like in my case, I've had been very blessed with that. But so are you. Because it says here, Psalm 9111, angels are watching over you. Tell the Lord, thank you. It says it right here. It's on um, tellthelordthankyou.com. It's a blog. But um, this is the truth. 9111. He shall give his angels charge over you to guard you in all your ways. People of God, this is the word of the Lord concerning us on today. The Lord our God gives us promise on this morning of his divine protection, 444, over us by means of his spiritual angels, whom he has dispatched to protect us as we go about our daily routine throughout the day. Regardless of the attacks that may come against us, the Lord our God is declaring that he is with us. He will never leave us nor forsake us. Okay? When the man of God rose early in the morning and saw the great army of the enemies that had encamped against him as they slept at night, the Lord God opened his eyes and gave him a view of what was happening in the realm of the spirit. There are some things that are only seen discerned or discerned through God's Holy Spirit. That's the point. So this person who wrote this on the blog is correct. They're very, they're very, they're very correct. And this may be actually in, um, her name's Deborah who wrote it. Minister Deborah Aiken, Christian Daily Devotionals. But the point is, is that in Psalm, yes, he will give you into the care of his angels to keep wherever you go, but he charges the angels. And that's what's important to say because we're never alone. And us as light workers, we're the earth angels to help people and mankind to ease their pain. The energy that they're feeling that's overwhelming, that's that's clouding everything because they're under that swell of grief. But they're pro they're they're heading towards ascension. They're not gonna be the same after this tragedy. They're going to ascend. And they're going to change on how they view the world. And they're going to change how they view the laws. Because it's personal now. It's different when it doesn't affect you. If it's not in your backyard. Or if it's not in your neighborhood. But when it does, it affects you. Sandy Hook is forever changed after what happened. To those children. 22. Children. And now Uvalde is for 11-11. And now Uvalde is changed. And that's how we need to keep this perspective. I'm never going to be the same after losing my father. Not because there's a whole of grief in my hand. I know he's here. But because grief changes you. Because you've experienced death. Same with losing Nisha. It's, it's just different. I wrote on one of my blogs on Medium about my girlfriend, um, a friend of mine from high school. Her daughter, Alexis, was actually in the line of crossfire at the Route 91 Festival. And I got a blow-by-blow -blow account of what happened to her. I posted it on my blog because it was like, you know, Vegas is still in mourning. We still weep. 
because it took a long time for people to get back to normal. So I know it's going to take a long time for Uvalde 2-12-22. And right now they just need to know that loving energy is around them. Jimmy Kimmel has got a fundraiser on YouTube. If any of you go there, highly recommend you donate to that. I'd like to probably do something. I don't know what we can do. Except counsel. And that's what I'm trying to do right now. Because if you voted in the primary, the Republican primary, and now you don't, and your person that you voted for, like myself, did not win the nomination, you can vote in the general election. You can. against that opponent. I'm surprised about that because I didn't think you could, but in Texas you can. So if you can do that in a general election, I'm learning about this, um, I'm probably gonna do that. I'm probably going to do that because I don't want the person I was voting against to win because he does not suit my values or my new values which are basically about healing all children protecting all the children not just the unborn and the Lord agrees with that the Lord, the Lord finds that hypocritical because a lot of the church does a lot of good for families when we did um, our Guadalupe Center last year feeding 600 families in a week. And when COVID really hit, it was over to 4,000, according to Greta, who runs our Guadalupe Center here in Houston. It's a missionary food bank where we help feed people here in Texas that are going hungry because food is so expensive. People living in poverty. We have to be thankful for the miracles that God grants us. Things that we have, because they can easily be taken away. Including our children. In a second, that's why it's important to appreciate every single moment with your child. So it's important to talk about it. It's important to get it out. And not hold on to that grief. Get into nature as part of your healing. There's a reason why Jesus went to the desert for 40 days. To think. There's a reason why he would always have mass in the garden. Because that's where he got his energy supply and his healing. He was close to God, who is Father. Talk about stone temple. Stone Temple Pilots. It said it in scripture yesterday. We talked about that. No idols to worship. And that God is not in the stone carvings. That's how man sees them. 555, expect the unexpected. However, God's energy goes beyond the building. It goes beyond the sculpture. Like I said, it's in the trees. Spirits are in the trees and the leaves. 
and they will communicate with you. They will. So we got here. Lenny Kravitz. Scorpio, wonder if we're going to see each other again. Yes. Yes. It may not be in the form we are used to, but yes. That's why Jesus says, I'll be gone for a while. You won't see me for a while, and then you will see me for a while. And that's what happens. And the bird just flew by as I said that. Because that's what happens. He's not always going to be in the same form. So for my angel to come and to see me twice, you know, shaped like an ant, that's um, longer than an ant, probably about a quarter of an inch long, and um, with the body of a, of a jewel, he's smiling and watching over, you know? But he also can appear to me as the dragonfly and just sit and prop himself down on the pillow and just say, Hi, Tracy, how are you? Like right now. Except he's not a dragonfly. What is he? He's coming up to the window right now. Oh, how cute. He's going behind the cushion. He's coming up. There he goes. He's flying right up. He's watching. He's like, how'd you know it was me? Oh, I see you. <laughs> We take for granted that we look at insects and we go, ay, 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 but we don't realize that insects are in scripture for a reason. We are needing them to fertilize ground. We need them. They're our neighbors. So that's why when Saguru says about the ant, it's important to understand that. See yourself as the ant. You don't want a boot to crush you. Because the wisdom is, is that you may have the wisdom to run away. You may have the wisdom to go take shelter. But if you get over a thousand ants, you can crush the boot before it crushes you. And what I mean by that is for defense, like David and Goliath. There's a saying, I think it's by, it's a, Confucius, something about. It's not the dog of the fight or the size of the dog. It's the dog. It's not the size of the dog or the dog in the fight. Or it's basically saying it doesn't matter what size you are. It's the fight of the of of what the dog is. Are you biting off more than you can chew, or are you actually feeling that you can 
build this. And if there's 90% of American people that want the same laws and want the end to stop this gun violence of hurting children, we can do it. But you got to be powerful and strong. You need to be willing to cross over. You need to stop voting and thinking that you're voting for a candidate based on principle ethics or what, excuse me, whatever. Put the children first. Do what's right. Not ego. It makes no sense to keep voting for the same people who put laws that put children's lives at risk. And most of them don't realize they're doing it. They're just at that vibration where you need to pray for them so that they can come with the common sense and realize that if they would see it from its perspective, they would understand that this is right and then mass shootings will go down, 111. Because that's what God wants. He wants the carnage to stop. He doesn't want you going into church and praying for people and so forth when you're perpetuating the deaths of these people with the same laws. And since we are the people, we can change those laws. We're meant to. It's not absolute. But there is an air of arrogance that people feel that they're just so entitled that they can just do this and that, oh, well, it's going to happen again and again and again. I guess we need to train people. That logic makes no sense. This isn't the war. We've taken away our ability to stay safe. Like it's the wild, wild west. Like, okay, you can go into, you can get a gun shop. You can go ahead. You don't have to have any training because, you know, that's how we're going to do this. We're going to make sure that everybody gets their hands in it so that I can win your vote. Well, now it's time to lose the vote. It's time to lose the vote. And more people need to speak out. Because by doing so, you're giving them the wisdom that they need. The Lord wants that. I just saw an egret just flew by when I said that. More people need to speak out. Do not be silent. You can only speak truth to power when you look it dead straight in the eye. And when you've done that, You've garnered the attention that people are asking for. No one's out to exploit. It makes no sense to go to the NRA in Houston after this mass shooting. Because you're supposed to be, originally the NRA was for safety, arms and, and safety and helping people. It was for hunting. It was for sport. There was no mass shootings back then. No one tried to get rid of the NRA until they decided to loosen the laws and get greedy. So Atlanta, which the song was by Stone Temple Pilots, in Atlanta, that's where the gun manufacturers are that supplied these kids with these, with these assault rifles. And they made $25 million after that Sandy Hook shooting and bragged about it. Don't need to make weapons of war except make them for the war battlefield. For a civilian to think it's their calling card? That's ego. And that's insecurity.
So we need to pray for those people because a lot of them have their own traumas and that's why they buy them. Buy them to be safe. I don't want to ever get shot or anything, so I'm going to buy a gun so I'm not going to get hurt. That was how they used to play the game. Now it's we got too many guns and less people and we're killing off children. We lost children in Winter Storm Uri. We're losing children in the foster care system. We're losing children to carnage and assault rifles. And people want to blame Chicago. No, 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 no. You don't get to pass the buck. What's your excuse for your state? What's the excuse for your state? They only like to change the topic because they can't win the argument. And it's not about winning. It's just about speaking truth to power. So when people are grieving from this and they don't understand how to process losing a child or losing a loved one and so forth, they're going to lean on the people that have already lost a child to gun violence. They're going to lean on the people who've lost an adult or a wife or a husband to gun violence. Because they know exactly what they're going through. The Parkland, Florida shooting high school, one of the fathers spoke out against Senator Ted Cruz and said he was a horrible man. Five, 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 expect the unexpected. That's the point. There's an underbelly of rage still not healed because nothing has been done. So every time there's a shooting, this gets brought up again. All they've done is shrunk their party and their values because new values are being born. There are more coalitions of Democrats and Republicans moving closer to each other and for a common ground to help children, to help save the country, which is what was intended. But that can't happen unless every person votes. Low turnout is the reason why the same status quo happens because no one thinks anything's going to change. You are the change. If you change your vibration and you see yourself as a person that I'm going to vote and everybody else is going to vote like along with me and you manifest that, it's going to happen. You start a petition and say we want to overturn the laws on the guns, or we want to get that law passed, HR 8, that's sitting there in the Senate's office just collecting dust because they won't bring it up to a vote. That is irresponsible. When you put people in office, they're supposed to do their job. You want to know why they're not doing it? Because they want the money from the coffers. They want the money from the lobbyists. They want the money. They want you to give them permission to show them of no accountability because you're loyal to the party and you don't care what they do. It's almost like you've given an out-of-control child the reins to run roughshod over your home. They're not protecting you. They're protecting the lobbyists. They're protecting the manufacturers. They're protecting the NRA. They're protecting the people that shoot these children.
because they're making it easier for them to be able to buy $3,000 for an 18 year old in four days and there's no red flag. Nope, nope, just must be a rich kid. I don't think so. He's complaining about a $200 phone bill. Why? So how did he get 3,000? How'd he get $3,000? But see, if you ask those red flags, then you have a legitimate argument why there needs to be universal background checks, why there needs to be mental health screenings, why we need red flag laws. And then why they should wait three to five days before they receive an acceptance to buy a gun. That week will save lives. That week will prevent that person and will have them calm down before they get access to a gun. And they should change it to 21, not 18. But then you have to then re-examine the right to bear arms because if you're saying that they have to be 18 to bear arms, you can change it to 21. Then you can also change the law to say they also need to have the training. They also need to have the permit. They also need to take the classes. They don't want to open that door. They don't want you to think logically because that means you're attaining wisdom because you're now creating solutions that are common sense that make sense to 90% of the American people and the world because America is the only place that is the battleground here. These shootings do not have to happen. They are preventable. The Lord says so. I just got him tapping on my window when that happened. Bam, it's like, bam, look into the window. Now, will gunshot, gun, gun violence continue? Sure because 10% of society is not going to do what it's supposed to do. They're going to break the social contract. That's what you need to base your laws on. The assumption that 10% based on statistics are not going to listen. Because you can ask any police officer on the streets right now how, why it's so dangerous for them because everyone can carry a firearm you had that reasoning, you wouldn't have probably any more shootings with police officers as well. We're making their job harder and more in fear, and fear is devil energy. Not everyone is capable of handling that on a job. First responders need cooperation from legislation to make their job easier. We don't think about that. 111, new beginnings, opportunity to listen to the common sense, listen to what's true, listen to why there are so many people crying out for change. And achieve it. I'm gonna go into Ecclesiastes like we always do here. Someone's name is Ray. Someone's name is James. Someone's name is Lucas. Oh, Fortuna.
Polvensky, uh, Philharmonic, O Fortuna, Carmen Marina, from the movie Excalibur. It's also O Fortune, Wheel of Fortune, Fortunes Are Changing, 444, Divine Protection. It is also the call from King Arthur's court to bring truth and justice and integrity to the round table, to fight with honor and truth. There's a line in that movie by Nicole Williamson as Merlin. I have mentioned the pet about Merlin too. So Merlin's calling, Merlin's energy is here. And he says, when a man lies, he murders some part of the world. Must always be truth for the round table and for the in altruism and integrity of a knight. Knight of cups, knight of swords, knight of swords energy. Someone's coming in really quick. Someone's coming in to take action. They're not holding back. And that's changing the fortunes. And then I got confirmation on my phone for that. Strange fruit. Someone check your fruit. I gotta check my fruit. If you have fruit that's been kind of like, you know, not looking so good, it's time to throw it out. Be careful with it. There's also gonna be probably some produce out there that's not getting, you know, that's not being brought to the grocery stores in the right form. So be watch careful when you go to the grocery store, make sure that your fruit is healthy. And if it looks like it's mushy, throw it out. The Lord says, throw it out. Don't hold on to it. That's important. When it's healthy, that's one thing. But when it's not, it's strange fruit. So keep that in mind. Also, tigress, tiger energy, being fierce. That's important. Someone's name is Billy. And then we've got, someone's name is Graham. We've got the silent comedy again, friends and divide. Two friends are apart, division. Yeah, that's what happens. Let's say you're married to someone who's Democrat, one who's Republican, or one's Jewish and one's, or one's Muslim and one's, you know, Christian, okay? And they're divided because of the religion aspect. They're divided because of the political party aspect. They're divided because of their views aspect. And they stop being friends. And that's like a dagger to the heart, like a betrayal, right? Someone's been betrayed by a friend. The Judas curse. Yeah, the Lord just had a bird fly by on that. We talked about recognizing your Judas. And it's painful when that happens. It's painful. I've been through that. When you thought that someone really loved you or cared about you, that was your friend, and you found out that they were doing everything in their power to destroy you. Like the Greek tragedy, like Othello, you know, Iago wanted him to be destroyed over Desdemona when it was never true. How Brutus and Nero conspired against Caesar at two Brute. It is like a Greek tragedy, you know. But the truth of the matter is, the wisdom prevails to it. That's why you have to use discernment. Because if your best friend's at a lower vibration than you're at a higher vibration, it's not going to work anyway. You can't raise anybody else's vibration. They have to do that on their own. And if they're in this twin flame journey, like myself, which I've already said goodbye to my twin. 
And I did that because he chose to not ascend. She and he, both. If one decides to hold back because, no, I don't want to be friends with you ever again. And I don't want you to be with her because I want to be with you. It's pretty complex that DID will do this. But if you think about it logically, that you create an altar that's similar to the person you love that isn't real just so that you don't get harmed because then you think you can control your life better and that person will be devoted to you 100%. Seems like the perfect solution, marrying yourself, right? Having an oath to care with yourself and having a family in your mind with yourself. That's what DID is like. And then you decide, okay, open marriage and we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna see other people and then you find out that this is not uncommon because it's happening with real people that don't have DID. But it gives you that understanding of why people do it because when they're insecure, they're afraid to be vulnerable with anyone but themselves. So it's easy to bring new people into a relationship because then they don't have to be 100% open and honest. And then karma hits them when they're at a low vibration and they get hurt all over again because they're trapped in the same energy. You can't meet new people at a higher vibration and be in common sense with them unless you do the work. That's why grief, losing someone to death or a marriage ending, a relationship ending, you've got to go through that pain. And it hurts. But it you do come out stronger because if God didn't want you to go through it, he didn't believe you could. And you're going to help other people who've gone through the same thing you have. And you're going to awaken to them that they're not alone. When I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis, that was the first thing I said to myself because I was so heartbroken with the disease. Because one day, you know, you're feeling fine and then one day you can't even talk right past few days because of the rain and the storms I was getting migraines and if you're getting migraines also um, your third eye chakra might be or your crown chakra might be activating you might be getting downloads or dreams at night right now a lot of my dreams are being blocked because of the dark energies being forced at me that happens to light workers because we were chosen to bring up the light of humanity 111 but that's why we have divine protection too and you are be grateful for those angels that watch over you. So if you are having nightmares, yeah, yellow. The Lord wants me to talk about yellow. Yellow chakra. Let's talk about the yellow chakra. Someone's name is Donovan. Someone's name is Mellow. Got to be Mellow. Mellow, Mellow, Mellow. It's got to be Mellow. I think that's Archie Bell. I could be wrong. Or Neon Haywood. Got to be mellow. Someone's name is mellow. All right, so here we go. Let's look up the yellow chakra and its meanings because we want to keep that in a line. And boy, mine really needs it. I can tell you that because I can feel it. The color associated with the third of the seven chakras, the Manipura chakra, is yellow. And also the connection a person has with the fire and the sun. So when you want to be connected to the sun and its energy force, your yellow chakra, your sacral chakra, it's important to stay limber. It's important to stay strong, to do yoga. It also connects with new beginnings, birth, and rebirth. 
okay? Let's see if I can find this from this. Um, yeah, your solar plexus. It deals with your confidence and your self-worth and self-esteem. So when you stand up tall and you don't slouch, and sometimes that's hard when you have MS, okay? And I know that. I understand that, especially when you have autoimmune diseases. You're like, ugh. And then you want to lose weight like I do because I'm trying. Uh, getting that weight off the front of your belly will help strengthen your core, strengthen your chakra, and your solar plexus. And by doing so, you stand up taller. You put your arms back further. And you, you have this wisdom about yourself. And you see, okay, I'm going to start over and I'm going to do this and I'm focused on this one thing that I'm doing only. You have the confidence to succeed. You have the confidence to ascend. You have the confidence to look power straight in the eye and say, enough is enough. I'm not doing this anymore. And once your mind is made up, 333, with God's blessing on that, he will stand by your side as you go forward with it. There is no way the Lord will empower somebody to put people in fear and devil energy. So now then politicians try to say, oh, you're trying to fear us to so give up our guns. No, if you fear your guns are going to be taken away, you're in devil energy. That comes from wisdom because I wouldn't have thought about that before until I've gone through this whole spiritual journey. But it's the truth. So when they say we're coming to take our guns and we need to fight, 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 that's fear. There's a different fight. The holy fight is spiritual warfare. And God's region is, is trying to defend that in your souls every night you go to sleep. But when you listen to programs and you listen to people that continually put down that vibration to keep you hating, to keep you angry, to keep you frustrated without purpose, to keep you woe is me, to keep you close to the drink, to keep you close to the weed, to keep you close to people that don't raise their vibration. It teaches you to hate. Then you can't ascend. So even if you're, let's say you're a Democrat and you've been trying to fight for gun violence, you know, to gun, 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 gun resolution laws for all this time. If you're doing it out of revenge, you're going to get the karma back. If you're doing it to get back at your fellow colleagues, you're going to get the karma back. That's the trick. Because what they're doing on their end, they have to make peace with God with it. But if you're doing it to help children, you're doing it because you know it's the right thing to do, you believe in it because it's going to help save lives, and that eventually history will catch up with it, you're on the right side. You're doing your purpose. But if you're trying to tear down society, hurt people, make them feel insecure, 555, then... You're, you're in the wrong opposite energy. It is, a, it is a balancing process. It is not easy. Yesterday, I went balls to the walls on the Houston Chronicle because I was debating seriously about this issue. And the reason why, because I have a personal stake involved. My daughter-in-law is a teacher. My granddaughters are going to school. I don't want that to happen to them. 
As long as these laws happen, I, I have friends that live here in Texas and they have children. Don't wanna see that happen to their children. I mean, can you imagine? Of course you can. And those that have already lost children and they're mostly in the Southern states. But if you're doing it to create hatred, and I know it's easy to say, I hate those people for doing what they're doing and if they weren't doing for those laws, it wouldn't happen. You can make a sound judgment without hatred. Judges do it all the time. You can make a sound judgment without tearing another human being down to the ground. It's done all the time. A lot of these bots are programmed to tear people down in society. We need to change that and teach people how to counteract with that dialogue because that dialogue is defeatist and lower and devil energy. It's truth. The way we help a child, the way we help a family that has gone through gun violence is to push these laws forward so that this carnage doesn't have to happen again and they can close those wounds and they can heal. It's not about revenge. It can't be because that belongs to God and only God. You may think that politicians out there are not getting their karma because of what they've been doing, but I can promise you they are. I can promise you they are. So don't worry about them. I wouldn't even respond to the form other politicians. I would just keep doing what you're supposed to be doing. The common sense is there are laws on the books right now that do not help or heal or to protect children. And they're made purposely so that gun manufacturers can get around in the loopholes. They can sell guns without any penalties. Gun business owners can sell guns without any penalties. Well, now they've created a law, HB8, or is it SB8, where they can invade your privacy if you go ahead and you help someone get an abortion. And the Supreme Court backed it. So now you have the open door to where you can do this with assault rifles. If you see someone with an assault rifle or they help purchase one or they help get them one or they conspire or they give them the money to buy one knowing that they're off balance and they're going to do something like this, now you can use that law where the citizens can make an arrest. That will scare people because that's not what their intention was. But those are the karmic consequences on when you push a law that makes no sense. That's how the Lord works. It's like, okay, I'll give you this, but then you're going to have to deal with that. I'll give you this, but you're going to have to deal with that. You're going to have to deal with that because they're dealing with this. Sure, I'll give you this, but you're going to deal with that. You have to do it from a pure heart and you have to do it for the right reasons. You can't do it to get revenge on one person only. 
Your voice is your vote. That's why it's important to register. It is important to be accounted and it is important to do it. And yes, they're going to make it hard for you in certain districts because they rewrite them. Because they don't count on you voting. They think that you can't win. It's an intimidation tactic. But if you vote and you register and if independents have the courage to step over that ego line, we can get something done. Because when center rights vote for Democrats, they expect that Democrat to stay in the center. And they'll keep going towards that center and it will force far right and far left to move back to the center because then they can't win elections. That's how it needs to be because Jesus is the center. That's how he gets everybody. He understands everybody. That's how we have balance with the scales. That's Libra energy. Someone's name is Malone. Someone's last name is Post. And here's the yellow again. We are definitely in yellow chakra, new beginnings. Cain and Abel, keep that in mind. The Lord told everyone that if they struck down Cain for killing Abel, they'd have to answer to him. That's the point. God handles things the way he wants them to be handled. And we should not question that. But when you gun down children over something that's so easily preventable like a seatbelt law, 222, let's fix it. No 18-year-old should be able to have access to $3,000 to where they can buy two assault rifles within four days. No 18-year-old should be able to get their hands on a gun at 18 who can't even, can't even rent a, a, a rent a car or go into a bar, order a drink, go into a casino and gamble. Those three years matter. Okay? But I still believe that no one should be able to own an assault rifle. And I talked about this in my government class with a bunch of teens, a bunch of 18 to 20 year old kids, you know, that were going on to college as well as me. You know, I'm the oldest one in there, like grandma, because I keep telling them that. I kept telling them that because that's what made them, I didn't mean to intimidate them, but it was to teach them that this is their world. This is their fight. This affects their his, their situation. Three, three, three. Use TikTok as your voice to vote. Use social media. Use Twitter as your way to motivate people to vote young. For someone who understands you, who wants you to be safe. Because that's all I kept hearing from students was that we're talking about the gun violence and that they don't think that everyone should have an AR-15. And these were from military people who were in battle. They says, I think someone should be able to have to have to go through classes to learn that what I did because I had to have training before I could even shoot an AR-15. Because in the military, they do that. They make you go through training. So why does it make sense to have someone go out there with no training at all to do weapons of war 
when our military have to actually be trained to use those guns. It makes no sense to them. And that's the point. In Texas, you also have a law where if there's a natural disaster, you can't bring your pets with you to the shelter. But if you leave them tied up, 444, you will be penalized $30,000 for abandoning your pet. That's why Eloise and Skittles and I slept in our car on the coldest night of the night in Winterstorm Uri because we had no way to go to Lakewood Church because they wouldn't accept our pets. And Gallery Furniture was not taking pets either and we had no shelters in Kingwood to survive. It's 13 degrees that night. 13 degrees. And we had no home. And we didn't have a home for four months until June 13th when we moved here where we are now. Today's May 26th. We were in the Staybridge Suites at that time. We had to leave our apartment in Kingwood because there was mold and mildew in the carpet and they wanted us to move back into it. They also destroyed a lot of our furniture. And I remember when I hired someone to come in to do the cleanup and the pack up, she got so sick from the mold and the mildew, 555. She reported it to the insurance company. And then my insurance agent who was in charge of my case left the company without any word and gave the lowest lowball price for all my value, which was well over $75,000 or more. And I couldn't figure out what God wanted me to do at this point. I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I mean, security's been ripped away. But that's when God wants you to lean on him the most. Right now, God wants you to lean on him. He's going to get you through this. He will. Let me go ahead and read this from my scripture book. I will pull out the scripture that God wants you to know at this moment. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess for he who is promised is faithful. Hebrews 10.23 Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. James 4.8 Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Go into nature. He's not just in the church. He is in your child's bedroom. And he's outside in your backyard and he's in the trees and he's in those birds and he's in those dragonflies and butterflies. If you're seeing butterflies, you are going through the transformation because of the pain you've endured. It is a healing energy. Allow it to absorb you. Let it give that frequency off to you so you can heal. So that puts you in that childlike moan. It's important. And people can't smile. I'm going to leave it with this song and then we're going to close it out. We'd like to thank you, Anchor, for hosting our podcast. And uh, we pray for Uvalde right now and for the world as we're going through this transformation because this tragedy didn't just affect Texas or Uvalde, it affected all of us 
especially those who have witnessed and have lost a loved one from a mass shooting. And it's all preventable. My love is pure. I saw an angel of that I'm sure. She smiled at me on the subway. She was with another man. beautiful world. God bless, love and light, and take care.